Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat here on Wednesday, the 15th of September. Here we are helping you get through lockdown and a big thank you to the people in 09 who are doing it tough um, to uh, help look after us. So please, folks, do keep following the lockdown rules. Let's come out of it as quickly as possible. And uh, on the rugby news today, we've got Aaron Smith, we've got um, Duplice Karifi, uh, some updates about the Wallabies uh, and uh, HIA returned play policy um, as well. Obviously, as this is lockdown beers as well as rugby chat, we're going to talk about our beers. I'm on the uh, Boundary Road Bureau. Oh, dearie me. Boundary Road Brewery. Um, a bouncing check there. I've got uh, 55 seconds until I can open it, and it's five o'clock because, yes, uh, as we're in lockdown, a lot of us are working from home. So this should help you unwind at the end of the working day and also give you that 5 p.m. hard cutoff because, uh, yes, we don't want you working on late into the night, which is easy to do when you're working from your uh, home office and to lose track of time. Been a bit of a tough one here today because uh, the water outside has, had, has meant that I've had the water turned off because the uh, uh, they're putting in new uh, new water supplies. So how are you doing there, Stephen? Yeah, very good, Paul. Always uh, great to be on the uh, afternoon show or the, the, what is it, beer clock show, you call it? Lockdown beers, 5pm lockdown beers and rugby chat. Um, and talking of that, we have uh, 10 seconds until I open up my beer and it's dead on five o'clock. But as I say, yeah, I've had to do without water today. Um, so uh, that was uh, a bit of a surprise. But these things happen. And nine. There we go. That's five o'clock on the dot, folks. So hopefully turn off those computers, log off from those work accounts. Um, Stephen's on the old water because he is an athlete. Um, but uh, his body is a temple. Um, whereas uh, me... Well, yes, I'm much more the uh, propping up the bar and help uh, keep the rugby club's coffers turning over rather than necessarily being a playing member of the uh, of the old rugby club. Um, unlike Stephen, who, uh, yeah, a certain Iceman used to uh, ruck down on, on in, 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 in similar games um, a long time, a, a few years ago, obviously. 
yeah, just a probably a byproduct of hanging hang, hanging around with guys like um, Sir Michael Jones. They're all, re, all pretty religious, so never ever a good look if you're uh, hanging out with those guys and uh, swagging away on a on a beer, if you know what I mean, Paul. But uh, I I've got to be honest, I don't mind indulging every now and again. Yes, absolutely. Um, the uh, yeah, it has to be wine instead, blood of Christ, and all that kind of stuff. Um, no, sorry, <laughs> go down this route. Um, but uh, looking <laughs> at uh, sorry. I was about to say, better, better to give than receive. <laughs> yes, very true. Very true. <laughs> um, the uh, So looking at uh, the, the, the sort of rugby news in the last 24 hours, and I think that's one of the things I've learned over the last two weeks while we've been doing this, or last couple of weeks, uh, is that, um, yeah, there's, there's about half an hour's worth of rugby news every day, which is quite impressive. Uh, Aaron Smith has um, uh, announced that uh, he's not, he's unlike, well, he's not going to be at the, heading over to uh, Australia for the championship. But I think we already knew that one uh, because um, we, we he had to fly out basically on Tuesday, which was uh, yesterday, uh, to make it in time, which is what which is what uh, Richard Mwanga did. Uh, well, I assume so. That was, that was the plan anyway. Uh, and obviously Whitelock didn't. Uh, but uh, apparently Aaron Smith's daughter, uh, child, sorry, I don't know if his daughter or son, is due in November, um, and uh, which is obviously why he, um uh, has has stayed back uh and uh, the old miq slots is, is is why he couldn't um sort of head over for the first bit of of, of the tour uh, and i think that's really been the issue here isn't it it's not it's not around um uh, i mean because one of the things that we saw in our live chat was both there's been discussions apparently by new zealand rugby in their kind of uh, general forums when they when they get together about uh, senior players missing tours but um uh, I think that uh, I think it's more of an MIQ thing rather than a, a long-term thing, right, Stephen? Yeah, listen, I think it's it's Bell's good news for not only New Zealand rugby, but I think obviously Manawatu, who probably didn't think at the start of the season they were going to actually see him running around in a green green and white or turbo's jersey, is just going to be absolutely wrapped about them. Um, of course, New Zealand rugby, if, if we want Aaron Smith around for the next Rugby World Cup <clears throat> at 32 years old, and he's going to be 33 on uh, the 21st of, of November. So he gets to spend his birthday at home. So it'll be a real uh, dual celebration, hopefully, for Errol, Aaron Smith with the best birth of a new child <clears throat> and also his uh, uh, birthday as well. But, you know, I think it's it's all about his longevity as well. We know what a consummate athlete that uh, Smith is and what he puts his uh, body through to uh, do what he does on the rugby field. So um, just basically to keep him around for uh, <clears throat> another two seasons or so, I, I think this is a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see Ken Q trying to join us in the live chat. You can join us via the link that I put out on Twitter every day. Uh, unfortunately, Ken, uh, you have, your picture's not coming through. So it looks like the connection isn't good enough for me to add you on. Uh, but uh, maybe try again, uh, uh, and uh, let's see if you can um, uh, if you can uh, get on on, on that one. Um, uh, I, I run there, um, yeah, being a bit of a, a train spotter, asking uh, um, asking Aaron whether it was the uh, which game it was that he's watching there, because he's apparently watching a All Blacks versus Australia game at Athletic Park um, at the moment. A rerun, obviously, an old game there with uh, with that one. Uh, look, I think. Um, I think it's great to see that these that these players are uh, getting time off to potentially even being there for for their partners. I think it's, it's, it shows how society and also rugby um, is moving. Um, so that's that, that's kind of cool. And I think look with with international travel, you can do this, and uh, obviously not at the moment, but normally you can do this 
uh, and be back on on tour within a couple of weeks. So um, all good. Uh, as Aaron says, a really good opportunity for um, the uh, uh, for, for for the for, for that. Um, and uh, Ken's asking, yeah, sorry, what, what is the link? Just to listen in, uh, you can uh, this either listen in through Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook uh, on Twitter. Uh, there's a tweet there that should be broadcasting it, mate. If you want to listen through that, or you can just stay on line and listen to it this way, uh, which is absolutely fine as well. Um, the uh, so yeah, it is a great opportunity for those other um, halfbacks um, to, uh, to to get in there, uh, as as you say. Um, uh, the um, I, and it's kind of interesting because the uh, what we've got we've got three halfbacks on tour. We've only got um, four locks on tour. Obviously, with a fifth joining, um, news came out that um, uh, that uh, Nico Jans van Rensburg, one of the uh, the twenty uh, seven year old um, lock for. Uh, the Springboks is uh, leaving the tour due to personal issues. Now, we don't want those are. We're not going to speculate at all. Um, and we hope everything's okay for him. But um, he is one of seven locks in the Springbok squad, which is like, wow, that's a, um, a different approach being taken by the Springboks compared to the All Blacks in, in, in the size of their squad. Oh, very much so. It pretty much tells you how they were going to play the game. Um, obviously, the fact that he is going home for personal Personal reasons leaves them with with six locks, so they've still got uh, uh, plenty of cover. There were a couple of their locks hobbling. Luke Delaga went down a couple of times, and he was hobbling. I noticed Etzebeth was also had a bit of a was was a little bit ginger as well. Now whether that was just the <clears throat> the attrition from what was a was a was a pretty physical sort of game against the Wallabies, hard hard to know. But they probably wouldn't want to sort of lose any of their real real key. Uh, locks and I'm talking about Delaga and, and Itzabeth, of course, hard to hard to back up, but it primarily tells you where they're going to be playing the game. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's there are quite quite a few. In there. I mean, to be fair, Mostart has been playing is, is listed as a lock, has been playing as a Lucy as well. Um, so there is an element of that uh, involved. Also, um, RG Stamen, uh, Simon, sorry, sorry has, hasn't been um, hasn't been seen on the pitch yet, and he's back back to fitness. So, but it's still yeah, it's sort of a, a big squad that, that they're carrying. Um, and a lot of rugby they're playing, obviously, uh, just like um, all of these teams. So I say, wish him all the best. Um, uh, somebody, uh, yeah, Aaron mentioned the point that um, uh, that uh, uh, that, um, Ar- that, Ar- that Aaron Ranchard made the point that Aaron Smith might join up for the northern part of the tour. Um, yes, but is uh, with his baby due during November. Um, I can't see that really happening. Uh, I think it's absolutely fine that he does that he that he misses the tour altogether. Um, as as uh, as Carlin says on Facebook, uh, yeah, good for him to recharge, etc. Um, and I think also good with um, Fakatawa down at the at the Highlanders. We mentioned this before that uh, taking some having taking some of the game time off Aaron Smith will will will, will, will elongate his um, career, which would be great. I think it's a, yeah, a great move by the uh, by rugby New Zealand as a as, as a whole. Yeah. Um, please Karifi then. Obviously, the, the 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 naughty boy during lockdown, um, where him and his uh, partner, the netball player, uh, hosted a party and went to a party um, when they shouldn't have done. And uh, now, look uh, in Wellington. Now, thankfully, uh, nothing. There was there was no uh, bad repercussions from that from a COVID point of view and um, etc. So, uh, thankfully, it all uh, happened all okay in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, he's been stood down as captain 
for this weekend for for the Wellington uh, uh, NPC team. Um, my personal opinion, I think I'd have, I'd have stood him there. I'd, I'd have uh, relieved him of, of captaincy for the rest of the season, to be honest. Keep him obviously in the leadership team. I'm not saying stand, stand him down for any games, but um, I think yeah, I think I, I think I would have removed his. Um, I'd have, take, I'd have give, given those captaincy duties to someone else for them to sort of concentrate on, let him concentrate on the rugby. But um, yeah, what your thoughts on Creefy? Yeah, Paul, just <clears throat> just for our overseas listeners at the moment, we've got a couple of two or three really big high-profile curfew cases at the moment, and there seems to be different levels of treatment on, on different levels. Maybe the case, the more high-profile you are, the more you tend to get off, get away with a, a, a little bit more. And based on that alone, I actually think a message should have been sent um, to Duplessis Kurifi that, uh, mate, this is not acceptable. You're losing the captaincy. And uh, guess what? I think I think a two or three game stand down wouldn't have been such a, a bad thing to send a clear message that it's not acceptable because it just kind of feels like a uh, slap on the hand with a West with bus ticket. I know I'll have the LB um, probably posting in a in a moment. There goes those New Zealand rugby players again. But uh, on this occasion, I'd probably agree with them if he came off the long run. Um. Uh, so I think there's there's a difference between what he did and what these and uh, what the other other people have done. Um, so he was stayed in Wellington, went to college parties in Wellington. Um, what we've seen recently is uh, two sets of people who have left Auckland uh, and travelled from one uh, COVID level to another COVID level. One of them down in what one down to Wanaka and one up to um, uh, to uh, uh, to Northland. Uh, so uh, and as you say, I think the the, the real problem here is the. Uh, as you say, is, is is the way that different people people from different communities are being treated, uh, the, the the appearance that they're being treated differently. Um, for uh, in in um, Karifi's case, I think he was treated the same way as everyone else was uh, that situation um, because so he just went to a party near his house. He didn't 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 move across, didn't travel across the country. Um, so from that point of view, I think he was treated the same way as the rest of the population from a legal point of view. I don't think he got away with anything from that point of view. Uh, but I also understand your point about them, uh, 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 about setting public examples Ooh. to people. Now, to be fair, he has come out and, and said he was um, selfish um, and uh, I can't remember what the other, other term he said, uh, probably juvenile or something like those, those sort of lines. Uh, and basically, yes, the way he was wrong. Uh, so look, there, was, there, there was complete, uh, he hasn't blamed anybody else or said oh because of my mental health i have to get out now he has he has taken full responsibility for it from that point of view and um so yeah um i've got no, I, I i yeah i i i've got no problem with him playing i just think it should have been a slightly more uh, but i understand people who particularly those who are in auckland at the moment um and going through going through a lot a lot more than i am that uh, yeah they might feel it should have been a little bit harsher as well from that point of view yeah um Totally agree, Paul. <laughs> oh, do you see? Um, as, as a person who doesn't like confrontation, that's all good. We're, we're heading in the right direction. That makes me, makes me feel nice and safe. That's going to make good podcasting um, or uh, or good media. But uh, but but hey, keeps me in my in, in my nice little safe mental zone. Um, for the Wallabies, then Alan Alatoa is uh, heading off to for parental leave, and that will see him out for the rest of the, um, the rugby championship. Um. The um, and also um, actually, so um, Josh was saying here, these rugby should not uh, really be asked players to front um, COVID PR 
uh, if they're not on board with it, and absolutely. Um, and uh, if, if they're not on board with it, they, they shouldn't front up. Um, I mean, something that's happened, for example, with the KFC sponsorship of Super Rugby is that you'll notice that uh, all of the uh, publicity around KFC with players doesn't involve food. Um, it involves the bucket that you put the food in and basically doing some art and crafts with it because some of the players didn't feel comfortable um, basically promote or basically being seen or, or eating food they wouldn't eat themselves um, because it's not uh, healthy for an athlete to do so uh, on a regular basis. So hence, um, yeah, no, the, I, I totally agree with you. And I say with that uh, when it's around sponsorship and also I mean, if you remember back to Sonny Bill Williams and uh, BNZ on uh, his collar, uh, he wasn't forced to have that. Um, he could change, they changed that to Plunkett because again, his, personal beliefs on that one. So yes, no, you shouldn't be forced to to uh, front up something that you don't believe in. Absolutely. Um, Blair, I can see you trying to join the chat. Um, uh, if you can get yourself in shot, then we'll uh, we'll bring you on um, for, for a chat. If you've clicked on this just to listen, then feel free to just hang around as it is uh, and just listen um, as well. Paul, I was about to say with uh, Ala Latoa, um, obviously hitting away on uh, maternity Leave that also opens up an opportunity for Taniela uh, Tupo to start a uh, to start the test this weekend. Um, obviously, we've seen him come off come off the bench. I probably hasn't offered the the impact that I actually thought he would last 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 weekend. Okay, there were a couple of good carries here and there, but we know what he's uh, capable of uh, when he's um, on. So it's, it'll be good to see him get a start. If you want to take yourself off mute and you can uh, you can join in, or if you're just wanting to listen, then uh, then just I, I can take your picture off and you can just uh, just hang around as well. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, good. No, just just uh, saw you on Twitter. I thought I'd just log in and see what you guys are chatting about. So just listening at the moment. Okay, that's all cool. Um, the um, so yes, yeah, so, so obviously Alatos there. A good opportunity to two pose, you say, but also a good opportunity for someone else to captaincy of the team um, as well. Also, um, oh, I've just gone blank as the player's name. This isn't very good good prep is it um that uh, uh sean mcmahon uh, is also joining from uh, who's been playing in japan so it'll be interesting to see whether he comes straight back into um the uh the team or whether uh he uh, uh takes some time to come back into the team obviously he's been playing in japan just like karifi uh not karifi um karevi um, <laughs> making that point there uh and also uh quade cooper so well, he'll be so it's interesting to see, see how how he returns into the fold yeah, firstly, good to have uh, Blair Blair on the show. I'll have a question for him at the moment if he's been following the um, the uh, rugby championship. But just on uh, Sean McMahon, listen, he's a really really good player. He'll bring a lot of abrasiveness. He's really excellent on on the tackle because I think I may have said to you before. I'm still not totally convinced that the Australians have got that loose forward um, mix completely right. Lockie Swinton, we know he's got a lot of talent, but. Gee, just the discipline is a, is a real concern for him. And the other thing that's going with the Aussies, it seems as though everybody that's come back in from Japan has played really well. So they're obviously coming back in, in good nick as well. Absolutely. Uh, that's very true. Um, Hunter Paisami comes back into the mix this weekend. Uh, Lucan Saikolotto um, uh, is apparently not going to be part of the... It's, it's going to be staying with his, uh, with, his, with his partner about the... Apparently some um, COVID restriction issues about him getting back into the camp. So he's going to stay out of the camp for the rest of it. So actually, that's actually kind of short-term news on the Wallabies squad. Uh, longer term, though, um, apparently they are targeting um, a, a bunch of... 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Plays, um, and he says quickly looking around for where I've put my um, Sydney Morning, Morning Herald um, article on this one because I know it's somewhere and I can't find it now. Here I am looking at all my different. Um, uh, there we go, found it it's over, over here. Um, that um, there are six overseas players that uh, the Wallabies are, are targeting. I guess it's ones that we have um, talked about, which is obviously Karevi um, and McMahon, we've already talked about, but um, uh, Tulu Latu. Rory Arnold, uh, Will Skelton, and obviously um, Corey Betty is heading overseas. So he'll become an overseas player. Um, but to um, with that Rory Arnold and Will Skelton, those two players uh, are being targeted uh, for 2023 in the Rugby World Cup. Uh, we've, we've said locks is an issue for them. Uh, I think it's a great idea that they have uh, uh, that those names have been targeted. Oh, absolutely, and it just gives them genuine size. In fact, the locks the locks of Skelton. The likes of Skelton and Arnold, and of course um, Rory's got another brother as well that's uh, playing up in, in France as well. These are really, really big men, well over the well over the two meter mark, and they're athletic, and they're ball players. Uh, Will Skelton is is a has got a really, really good offload game, and uh, just the hooker that you mentioned, um, I, th- I think he's a, he's a good pickup as, as well. The hooker that got binned on Saturday. I'm catching your disease, uh, Paul. On sun on Sunday that is. Um, I think he has a. He sounds like he looks like he's got a little bit of an issue with his tackling, tackling technique. But once again, more than anything else, it actually builds builds a bit of depth for the Australians. The um, yeah, it's it, it builds that it brings back some playing. Rory Arnold was 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 fantastic in his mall disruption before he headed overseas. Uh, and Will Skelton has been said as as has been said in the the live chat, his game has come on leaps and bounds since he moved over to uh, first to Saracens and then across to to France as well. So um so one yeah so so, so two two great pickups um, for them if they can get them in, uh, either they will become come back as into Super Rugby, which would be fantastic, or they'll be they'll, they'll um, bend the um, what do you call it the uh, Gitto law to allow them in. Um, LB says maybe some talk about the Wallabies' tactics uh, of chop tackles uh, with no arms. Yeah, well, I think we've already done that, saying that the guy got binned and uh, needed needs to work on that side of things. So yes, mm-hmm. um, I think a few of us were talking about that. Yeah, that the, uh, it was probably his third one that he got caught for. So you can't even say it was it was um, accidental. Um, it was uh, something that obviously he was doing it uh, uh, continuously there. Um, uh, Aaron's suggesting that the um, hooker was Leota. Maybe um, I've yeah I've gone blank as well as to, to who it was at the weekend. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Leota, Leota, Leota was the uh, lock that came on. I think Leota plays for the Melbourne Rebels. He actually made uh, he actually made his uh, 
his debut for the uh, Australians on the weekend, but it was the, the starting hooker who um, just had a bit of a bit of an issue with that, that tackle level. And to be honest, he was probably lucky not to be penalised uh, penalised the first time. But poor good segue into, into front row play because um, uh, former Springbrook Robbie Robbie Kempson and has come out and spoke about maybe some alleged egalities that the Australian team has been uh, getting away with. It have you got any thoughts on that, or is it just 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 a case of um, maybe everybody back in South Africa looking for any any sort of excuse? Um, uh, if if you're not trying to be illegal at scrum time, then you're not scoring properly. I think it's perhaps probably part of the <laughs> it is perhaps my uh, my comment on that one. Um, so yes, they probably were probably has a good point. But if your team aren't doing it also, then your team's not playing properly. So yes and no. I think yes, you've got a point. But uh, look, every team does it. So why? So 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 yes. Yeah, so, so don't get uh, too upset about it personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I I think the Springboks are very very experienced. Pack. And I think when you are an experienced pick, I think it's entirely up to you guys to to basically adjust adjust what you're doing or make make adjustments. This is also where your leadership um, comes into mind. You've got to be talking to the ref and and just let, just letting them them know. I suppose the only thing for me, whilst they pinpointed something that was or may have been illegal, you had an AR right there, and an assistant touch judge right there, and they can help the official out with. With those sort of scrubs, because I, I don't think Le Pierce was in any position to actually call a penalty there. Yeah, and I talk about talking to the referee. I mean, what one of the points that um, uh, during the uh, um, the All Blacks game, there was lots of talk about uh, about uh, how the, how the um, uh, how the Pumas were, were were acting at breakdown time, uh, and the, the captain for the game obviously was um, oh Brody Retallick. Now, I didn't see Brody Retallick talk to the referee once uh, during stoppages to, to sort of point these things out. So, yeah, I think Brody Retallick needs to work on his captaincy. And the court, clearly, he's not the only person who can talk to the referee, but uh, he's the one that has the most licence to do so. Uh, and uh, so I think there, there was a point there that, that about it. But as you say, um, the um, you do you do need to, yeah, you do need to let the point these things out to the referee. Uh, it's it's what... Um, uh, it's, it's what is going on, um, and uh, LB says he thinks Khaleesi is too timid, um, and I, th- I think that's about approaching referees. Jeez, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I quite like the referee not getting badgered by everybody. To be honest with you, even though I haven't been, taught, even though I've just said that um, uh, that uh, the Retallick should have been talking to the referee, um, but uh, yeah, look. Aussie props are boring. Yeah, I think players are always boring, and uh, you'll be boring as much as you can get away with, personally. Um, and uh, yeah, well, there, there goes your chance of ever sitting down and having a beer with Ash Dixon ever, ever again, um, because you obviously have different philosophies there, there, Paul. But speaking of on, speaking on which of, one, on which point, um, Ash Dixon on the um, talking to referees, if you know what I mean. There was a bit oh, of a right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it completely went over your head uh, just, for our, just for our South African viewers and our overseas viewers. Uh, one of our local um, legends, who's a skipper with the Hawke's Bay provincial side and also the Highlander, uh, Ash Dixon is uh, and also very well. the uh, Mary All Blacks. Yeah, pretty much gives you a running commentary with the, the referee <laughs> through the game. But just uh, just on hookers, Paul, just um, something that came up on on the, the Twitter feed, and a gentleman by the name of Jamie Wall uh, popped it up because obviously Asafo Amua 
was having a, a couple of a couple of issues at at, at line out time, maybe hitting his jumpers at the back. But he asked the question. Rugby coaches do know that the hooker doesn't always have to throw the ball in. Now, I re- I responded to that on my Twitter handle at Stephen seventy three underscore H, and I pretty much said, well, you know, if that's that's the case. These guys are are professionals, and that's what we that's what hookers actually train for. It's part of their role. But more importantly, if you decide to use somebody else. In, in the in your actual lineout, I think you basically start compromising an area. Listen, if you're going to use one of your props, all of a sudden you're, you're actually losing a. To me, you're losing a lifter. If you're losing one of the loose forwards, they might be actually one of the jumpers. And really, I prefer a seven, a seven or a six off the back of the lineout or a loose forward. No disrespect to a hooker. Uh, well, I guess in in some ways, uh, quite, there's, there's one of the, one of the trends we've seen in the. Um, the Premiership recently uh, over in over in England is that um, you'll quite you'll, you'll sometimes see hookers actually play six anyway, uh, and actually they'll 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 come on as, they'll they'll come off the bench and replace a six uh, as as part of the uh, and and the, the the difference between uh, hookers and back row forwards is becoming less and less. So in that in that sense, he could be a jumper um, or he could be a lifter as as a, as, a, as a as a prop. But you're right. I mean, look, it, it's it's who. The person it's it's who generally trains to do it. Um, it's a bit like goal kicking; doesn't have to be your ten, but it normally is for some reason. Um, in the old days, you used to get fullbacks uh, more more frequently doing it, and um, and you occasionally get wingers, for example, even the odd lock every now and then. Um, yeah. <laughs> just like uh, uh, nobody. Well, well, um, well I, I was going to say I come from an era where the the winger used to basically look like he was bowling it over his head for crying out loud and it looked quite shocking. It was just probably a case of throw it in and just hope it actually hits somebody. Um I know Blair Blair's Blair's jumped on our show and I should we should no, just he's, ask he's dropped off he's dropped off oh, now. He's, yeah, so he's, he's, he's um, off, he, no well, well I think he clicks it thinking it was the way to listen to the show rather than to join the show. So it's all good. Oh shivers. Um, oh he got a bit he got embarrassed and ran away. Oh my god I it's, 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 it's all, it's all fine. Um <laughs> the um I mean, both Joshua and Run say that yeah, Wings used to throw the ball in. Uh, France used to famously have the um, have the scrum half throw the ball in as well. That's right. Uh, that's right. And um, last year, I remember being at one of the Bay of Plenty games, and uh, Kurt Eklund got some um, yellow carded. And I'm trying to think of the sevens winger um, who stepped up and did the lineouts for him. And, oh, with, uh, the hair, with, the hair, with, with the haircut, not, yes. not Weber. Weber. Yeah. Weber. <laughs> Um, and uh, so I had a quick chat with him after the game, and he was like, "Oh, I, I do lineouts in sevens. It was easy." And it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. classic. So, uh, so there we go. Um, that's how that's how they got round it. Um, uh, yeah, Kurt. Heck, when I had a quick, quick chat with Kurt Eklund, he wasn't going to be taking any pointers off Weber as to as to what he should be doing though. For some reason, I can't understand why. Um, but uh, as we're on the topic of front rows, it was refreshing to see Cody Taylor come out and um, say that uh, he was thankful about the, um, what's the word, I am looking for uh, the HIA and the return to play protocols. Um, because he said, yeah, back in the day, he probably would have tried to have played on when he knows he shouldn't have done. So he was happy about the HIA pro- protocols, which is good. Um, he also said that, um, uh, that and this was an interesting one that I hadn't really hadn't really sort of occurred to me before. But is that um, if you're playing, uh, if, if you're a non-concussed player or a non-HIA player, you basically you play the game on the Saturday, 
uh, look, there's no generic week, but just just take a generic week. Have Saturday off. So I have Sunday off to recover. You come in Monday and you're starting going and you start preparing for, uh, well, you, you do a bit of a debrief, then you start preparing for next weekend's games. Um, Cody Taylor pointed out that he was not in a fit state already to start the training process on Monday. Well, it would have been Tuesday um, because of the it was a Sunday game, but he wasn't ready to join in training at the beginning of the week as part of his return to play protocols and wasn't ready. Therefore, he was happy not to play at the weekend because he'd missed part of the training and the preparation for the weekend's game. And that's not something I'd really considered before about this return to play protocol and HIAs that you're basically missing half of the training ready for the next game if you come back seven days later. Yeah, Paul, I think I think in the past sometimes uh, a really decent bang on the head could have just been p- perceived as, as as just that, just a just a bang on the head from from some players, and 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 they probably just thought, oh, yeah, it was just part of the injury that I had, without sort of really diving deep and going into a process or having a process in place in terms of what what's happened. And I think you know, it's a great thing that he's actually been through the process where he can basically distance himself distance himself from the, the injuries that he may have taken on the rest of the body and the f- complete focus can be on his head where if he's if he's still getting headaches or still feeling a bit of pain in in that area that's where that protocol does protect the player so and yeah you're right really refreshing for him to come out and make it a real real conversation piece yeah and also that uh, he he passed all the tests to return to play right he could have returned to play the following weekend he didn't have those ongoing headaches as ongoing but he just didn't feel quite himself uh and he wouldn't have i say he wouldn't have taken part fully in those uh in those early training sessions as part of the return to play protocols so yeah it's just an interesting one there that yeah that you do miss out on that training and rushing players back uh probably actually is detrimental to your team's training therefore def- detrimental to your team your team's preparation for the game so therefore probably a bad idea to rush them back purely from a coaching point of view on that on a performance point of view um, rather than necessarily a health point of view um, as, as well. Um, some stuff that's coming up, folks, um, on uh, on this one, uh, that um, uh, on t- tomorrow I'm having a chat with the uh, Force, Western Force CEO, Tony Lewis. He is uh, the ex-Tasman CEO. Uh, and as we've been talking about on these shows over the past week, uh, that uh, the Western Force have been on a bit of a hiring spree of coaches um, so I want to have a chat with him about what they're doing to build up their, their back office and how he's found it going into the force where he's been at since February this year. Um, so it's going to be an interesting chat with him on Thursday. Uh, that will probably come out. Yeah, probably come out on Thursday. Also, um, I'll be recording my 20 minute red cards uh, um, for your ears only uh, to come out on Friday as well. So a couple of shows, extra shows coming out as well as the uh, the lockdown beers. Also, this evening at 8 p.m., we've got the standoff show where Brad and Richie will be talking about all the NRL action. Um, and uh, any final things on rugby, Stephen? Because uh, we oh, haven't had the early na- announcement of the uh, the Springboks uh, lineup like we normally do. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I actually just thought sort of ch- checked online just to, to see if there's any late-breaking stories. One that we might have just uh, missed somewhere in the in the in the mix mist of the show was uh, Sam Whitelock will be joining the Canterbury squad from next week. So if you're a Waikato supporter, you'll be relieved about that because the last thing you need need is him rocking up uh, this this Friday night. And I uh, Sport Radio will be there, Paul. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be there on Friday. So it's a shame that I can't interview him because I, I, he was one of the names that was going to be down on my list of post-match interviews with Sam Whitelock uh, if he was going to be there. But fantastic to see him turning out for the um, uh, the, the, the MPC. Aaron Smith is turning out for Manawa 2. Now, whether he'll be available, this, whether he'll play this weekend or not, um, we'll uh, have to wait and see. Uh, the he, he is apparently on 45 caps for Manawa 2 so far for Aaron Smith. So he's hoping to, or his goal this year is to make his uh, 50th appearance for Manawa 2. So uh, looking forward to that. And that wouldn't that be a great, uh, a great thing? Because nowadays the All Blacks players really don't play much of their provinces. So because of last year and this year has given um, Aaron Smith the opportunity to make 50 caps, which otherwise he wouldn't have, have, have had, which would be fantastic, I think. Um, for those on the podcast, not it seems to be good on nod there, which is nice to see. Um, LB says uh, perhaps a 5 3 split this week for the box as, as they need to cover their kickers. Um, LB is from South <laughs> Africa, so um, look, that's a uh, that's oh. an, uh, that, that's friendly fire there. Um, he's, but <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, LB, here's my prediction I think they'll put Mornay Stain. Um, I, I, you know what, I'd still start with Pollard, I, I still think he's got a little, a little bit more in his game, but I reckon they'll put um. Mornay Stain on the bench, maybe to close the game out. Well, we'll see. Um, and uh, we'll cover that hopefully tomorrow um, on the uh, Thursday lockdown beers, uh, along with uh, hopefully we'll also have the uh, Wallabies, All Blacks and Pumas squads as well, which means that, uh, yeah, half an hour is going to be a bit of a rush to try and get through all of that next tomorrow. But we'll see what we can do, <laughs> um, folks. Um, the, um, oh, the box already said they're splitting 6-2 again. There we go. So we'll see. Aaron says so. We'll see what um, what they go with. I we're expecting, let's be honest, the uh, the Springboks to run with pretty much their uh, as much of, their, of the the same squad as they can again. Um, the uh, the one of these to do the same. Um, the All Blacks to uh, put in a whole bunch of changes, and the uh, the Pumas. Well, we're not quite sure which way they'll go. Whether they'll target this game or whether they'll rest players ahead of the uh, the Wallabies games, um, we'll just have to wait and see how they approach that one. So. Um, uh, that's our kind of big overview prediction on the squads. Um, and um, thank you um, very much, Stephen, for joining me again for Lockdown Beers or Lockdown Waters in your case. <laughs> no problem. Um, and uh, <laughs> folks, um, if you'd like to become a supporter of um, NZ Sport Radio, then please go head over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio uh, so that we can uh, help us. Um, buy the tech and also pay for my petrol to get to all these games to cover for you um, because um, yeah unfortunately it, it doesn't happen for free uh, and uh, we do it for the love of it not for the money I'll be honest but we could do with some uh, help in that in on that front so uh, thank you everybody thank you Ken Q who dropped in to the uh, actual show but uh, his connection wasn't good enough so hopefully he's enjoyed listening uh, and uh, thank you to everyone who's joined us in the live chat as well don't forget you can also listen to this as a podcast the recordings are on your favorite podcatchers just search for New Zealand Sports Radio. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.